Hi, welcome to Time with Pam, a podcast dedicated to helping you organize your life and or business. Through organizational tools, tips, and support, I help you ditch the overwhelm and have more ease. I'm Pam Walrott, ex-corporate gal of more than 30 years, who is now a VA project specialist, as well as a certified business coach specializing in organization. You see, I've been there. As a director of marketing and executive assistant, there were so many deadlines and projects to complete, not to mention home and life in general. In order to keep my sanity, I developed systems and tools to keep on task and just to keep up with my life in general. Soon I became the go-to gal for all things organizing. On this podcast, I'll give you tips, tricks, and hacks to help you organize your life. Let's get started. Well, hello there. Today's episode is a question that I get asked a lot. If I want to start crafting, what craft supplies should I have available and what should I do? How do I get started? So if you're a newbie crafter, I've got you covered. I've got some tips and tricks for you today on things to keep in mind when you're starting a new craft project. I love crafting, but maybe you're new to crafting or like me when you try out a new type of craft there are some things that you can do to help make it easier for yourself. The first thing you wanna think about is that when you start a craft project is what inspires you? What motivates you? Are you attracted to seasonal crafts? Do you like home decor? Do you like sewing or painting? You get the idea. Finding what really inspires you helps you, helps motivate you to try it and want to give it your all. But, please, you want to start simple. By this, I mean perhaps start with a no-sew pillow or something that is low cost and does not require a lot of supplies because you don't want to invest a lot of money in supplies if it turns out that that craft isn't for you. And it also keeps your crafts budget friendly just overall. So for example, you decide you're going to start crocheting. You just love crocheting. So don't buy a lot of yarn. Start out with the basics. Maybe enough yarn to make a small project like a washcloth or a scarf and a crochet hook because there are tons of books out there. There are helpful tools that can help you uh, crochet faster and better. There are special lights, all kinds of things and tools that you can use. But until you know whether or not crocheting is for you, you want to spend the minimal amount to create something that you like or perhaps that you don't like, but you haven't invested tons of money in it. Now, if you start to make something like paper crafts, like cards, you can, instead of buying um, a whole bunch of cardstock in different colors to make things and to put on your cards, you can actually purchase pre-folded cards in different sizes with matching envelopes. A lot of the craft stores, well, they all do, they all have this, but you can also find it on Amazon or other online vendors where you can purchase. What I like to do is um, I, I will purchase for example, the brown craft out of recycled paper or that's cardstock to make my cards so that I know that what I'm using is environmentally friendly and it's also something that's already made. So I'm not going out and 
cutting the cardstock to the size of the card that I want, and then folding it. Now, again, there are a lot of tools that can help you do this. So if you find that you make your cards and you love it, you just absolutely love it, you can start investing in stamps, embellishments. There are tools that help you fold the cards. There are tools that help you measure and cutting boards, all different kinds of things that you want to slowly invest in if you decide that paper crafting or card making is for you. Next, you want to make sure that the craft that you want to do fits in with something that you have at home or fits into your lifestyle, your current home decor, or maybe it's for a gift for someone else. And so you want to make sure that it fits in with their style and that what you're making, if you really are interested in making it, that you have a home for it or somebody that you can give it to that would appreciate it. Because there have been times where I've made things and it's and I loved it because I loved the look of the project and what was involved with the project. But when I got it done, what was I going to do with it? Because that didn't fit in with my home decor. So, for example, if it's something that you want to make for a baby, then perhaps your friend has a, because you love the feel of the baby, the, the yarn and things like that. Perhaps you have someone who is um, having a baby who you could make a blanket for or, or crochet something with uh, and add the date of the birth, that sort of thing. Now, the other thing that I wanted to let you know is that your, your discount stores and dollar stores are a treasure chest of craft supplies. Now, what you want to do is you can find bottles, you can find vases, jars, baskets, all kinds of things. And you want to look at those items, not for what they are currently, but what they could be. And this really, really is fun because you can take a look at something just like if you're taking a tour of a home. A lot of times we go in there and we say, oh my goodness, well, I wish it would have this. I wish it had that. But if you look past all of the cosmetic things that need to be done, it the foundation of the home or the foundation of the item that you're purchasing is something that you could make something out of and have fun with it. And again, it would cost you less money if you purchase it at a discount store. And a lot of times at the discount stores, they do have items that, and in colors that don't necessarily sell that well. But if you're making something that you're going to be covering it, then it doesn't matter the, what the, the vase or the bottle color is. You can transform it into anything that you want. So lastly, it's a good idea to keep some basic craft supplies around. And that would be things like glue, a glue gun, colored pencils, cardstock, if you want to invest in that, for maybe for signs or things like that, scissors, craft paint, ribbon, stencils, that sort of thing. Just start adding to your toolbox. And this is especially helpful if you have children because you can ha have a special basket. I used to have this for my niece. And then for my son, when he was younger, is I would have a craft basket and it would have all kinds of things in there that they, he could easily take the basket, pick up something and craft with it right away. And I would also put in maybe some extra things that were left over from a craft project, maybe some 
embellishments or googly eyes or something that you no longer, you have too many of for the project that you worked on, you can put it in this basket and it can become your kind of go-to thing for when, when you want to craft something or, and you just need one item. Another thing that's really handy to have around is Mod Podge. Oh my goodness, I love Mod Podge because there's so many fun things that you can do with Mod Podge and so many things on Pinterest that you can find that use Mod Podge. So that is, a, uh, is, is something that's fun to keep around. Now you don't have to go wild with your craft supplies, but keeping the items around that you, that you can use for different projects and, and more than one project is that is is something that um, is really great to have a what you call a craft toolbox. Now for me, <laughs> I have my guest room set up as an entire craft room, so I have shelves and I have boxes and bins that are labeled with what types of category of crafts. And the, these are a lot of things that I've collected over the years. And so a lot of times somebody will ask me, a neighbor will say, oh my goodness, I need to make something for the PTA for school and I need this. And I'll say, hey, I have that in my basket upstairs. Uh, we can go grab that and we can use that. So again, I hope some of these tips have been helpful. It's a question that I get asked quite often. What kind of things that, that should you do if you're a newbie crafter and you're just starting out? Because you can get overwhelmed. If you look on Pinterest and you see an article about something that looks like it would be fun to make and there's a list of supplies, a lot of times they're, they're, the list of supplies are things that you may already have around if you have your craft toolbox or it could be the opposite end where they list tons of things that you can do to make your project easier for you that you go out and invest in and then you decide to do that project one time and you have all the money invested in it. So again, I hope these tips have been helpful and um, have fun crafting. Crafting is so great for the soul. It's so relaxing. And I hope that you find your next craft project. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. And thanks for tuning in. And I'll catch you on my next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining this week's episode of Time with Pam. Please be sure to visit www.timewithpam.com where you can subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode. You can also follow me on social media at facebook.com slash timecreatorcoach or on Instagram at timecreatorcoach. If you love this show, please give a rating and show your support by following so I can continue to bring you amazing episodes. If you like the show, you may also want to check out the free resource page on timewithpam.com. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.